two, one. Peace to the gods and top of the top, everybody. I am your boy, Young Godiva, a.k.a. Pete Rico, a.k.a. Big Jennifer Garner, a.k.a. Whole Wheat Bagel, a.k.a. Dr. Aquafresh, a.k.a. Chardonnay C, a.k.a. L.A. Law, a.k.a. Chad CCC Classic, a.k.a. Chad Classic 13, a.k.a. Mr. Weekend Update. Chad Law is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I brought with me. My brethren from CT. This your boy Blaine Boogie, otherwise known as Blaine Boogie, formerly known as Blaine Boogie, futurely known as Blaine Boogie. What's poppin'? Alright. Welcome everybody. This is episode four of While You're Working. The show made for you while you're at work. Will it be safe for work? As for you to tune in and find out. Every single time we put this episode up, subscribe up and follow us up at all socials while you're working. Everything while you're working on all socials. So make sure you guys connect up with us. And let us know how you feel about the show. Salute to everybody that's been tapped into us weekly, that's been rocking out and enjoying all the content. Chad, we made it. We we, we made it to episode Some people don't even make it to episode two. So, you know, we over here just getting to it, man. We did a month straight, technically. People are going on dates with one other person, and they can't even make that shit happen twice. We're out here going on, you know, dates, so to speak, with, with our audience every fucking week. That was a good one. That was a good, we are dating our audience. Even if you have to pause that in there. Pause. We're a month into courting our new audience. Thank you for joining us in this memorable time. This is the pandemic times, which you're giving you guys some stuff to vibe to and, and laugh along with and all these chaotic eras that we are currently living in while you're working, while you're working, while you're working. And episode four is brought to you by the wonderful kind folks at chummy's edibles no matter the occasion chummy's edibles will bring out your happier side and spread joy one bite at a time go ahead taste happiness and while you're tasting that happiness go ahead and go to melanin mafia it's one of the best brands coming out of austin texas right now and they get you guys right with the merchandise you can use your discount code chadlaw 100 at your checkout and you guys can go check out their sweatsuits they got the shorts, they got the t-shirts, they got so many different pieces going on right now. They lace me up, the socks be looking good. MelaninMafia.com, discount code CHADLAW100. Get yourself right, man. Shout out to them. You know, and if you're a light-skinned lady or a gentleman like myself, Melanin Mafia clothing might be the closest thing you get to melanin. So uh, why don't you go ahead and pick some of that up? <laughs> That's that. That is that. Make sure you use CHADLAW100 at your discount code at checkout and you'll be taken care of man i got you guys covered chummy's edibles melanin mafia big up star sponsors let's get everybody in the conference room real quick and have our morning meeting this week friend or foe a lot of friends a lot of foes out there who's our enemies who's our friends do we even fucking know bro i can tell that the people that are hating on me right now aren't doing a good enough job because (laughs) I'm going even harder than before. So they're not going to stop. All the hate that y'all be spewing. Street. All that negativity you put out there to try to stop me. And I know you're doing the same thing to yes, Chad. Yes. That shit ain't sticking to the wall like uncooked spaghetti. So get that shit the fuck out of here. A lot of people are out here looking at our success. And they're like, you know, I could emulate it and I can do it too. Because I've got the following and all that. But you don't have the actual consistency that's what she said <laughs> or maybe not even say the qual. i guess the qualifications but also people don't want to hear you not everyone wants to listen to people talk some people don't have good voices they don't have the voices that are worthwhile of, of translating to my my speakers while i'm driving you know we happen to be great gentlemen we just happen to be distinguished gentlemen that can make this happen because of chad's experience because of chad's platform 
because of the the line that I walked in my life and the places I've been through, we were approached and we started a podcast. We didn't just wake up one day and say, you know what? Let's be cooler than everybody else and start a podcast because we're cooler than everyone else who's trying to be cool. Um, one thing you'll notice about anyone in this world who even has anything close to being cool or related to being cool is that shit is effortless. I don't know if I'm cool. I'll never tell you I am. I'll let other people say it. Uh, I'll let other people say that I'm not. But I, what I, one thing we won't do is is ever ever not be myself. And big felt, big felt. There are so many fucking fake people. We don't know who's who. My circle's so small. I can't thread the needle. Bro, the fake people out here. I let me just tell you guys. I just came from Los Angeles, and the foes that I happen to see that I thought were going to be friends. They just seem very sketchy, man. And, it, you know, people tend to show their ass. And I'm the type of person, I'll give you the rope. Word. And if you want to go ahead and hang yourself with it, that's on you. But when I went to L.A. and I said, yo, let's connect. And I talked to a couple homies. This homie hit me and was like, yo, we're going to do this, that, and the third. I'm going to link you when I, when I get closer into L.A. You know, I'm staying an hour out. Cool. They take their time. I'm letting them know what's up. I'm trying to make moves. Two hours in, yo, I'm in the back of an ambulance. I'm sorry for the confusion and the mishaps. I'll tell you about it later. Dog, you know, in the Zoom life we live and the, and the hustle we do in our nine to five, everybody's got that last minute family emergency or this and that happened. I never, ever automatically assume that that's not true. But it's hard to believe that all these emergencies are going on on such a consistent basis. You feel me? On the times that it's happening. Especially when you're making plans. You know. Vibes. Yeah, exactly. It's like on the dot. I got to be there for 9 p.m. So at 8.59, you're going to get a text message that says, my cat just threw up on the only shoes I have in my house. My bad. I can't come out like this. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And that's what builds foes. Yes. That is what builds foes for me. Flaking. Flaking is what builds the foes. When you flake on me, and I'm a petty guy, man, and I touch base on this in the Law Languages podcast, I tend to hold some grudges sometimes. I know you can't save everyone. I got to let that shit go. But that's something I'm working on. So it's like if you flake on me in certain situations where I expected you to be there, I'm going to hold that against you. And I might, you know, I'm, well, I'm not even going to might. I will take note until the next time. And then once I go from there, then. And it don't even got to be nothing as big as like fucking your name up or your money up. You could just be fucking my mood up. And I'm tired of that shit. It's like it, I'm trying to I'm trying to be in control, master of my domain now more than ever. So like I said, circle so small, I can't thread the needle. Quote me, put it on a shirt. Do whatever you got to do. But right now, it's just me, my wife, and my dogs. And, and some days, it's I ain't even fucking with my dogs like that. <laughs> so, shit. Bro, my cutoff game is so strong, I don't even talk to myself sometimes. I already told you. Every day I wake up Caucasian, I pop a Xanax. I'd be scared when I look in the mirror. But, yo, this shit. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. I don't got a pill problem. But I do have a skin problem. But, nah, that, fuck. I'm, I'm projecting on the podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I don't have a self-hate problem. I love myself. I just hate my ancestors. Wait, did I say that? Mm-hmm. All right. That was a very good morning meeting. It was a very healing morning meeting. We brought a lot of things to the conference room that we don't bring every morning to get some anger out. And with that, I think we should get a little bit more anger out of here and throw somebody under the bus. And this week, instead of throwing somebody under the bus... We're going to throw away this whole storm system. Fuck Hurricane Isaiah. Isaiah, whatever it is. Bro, I'm over here in L.A. 
I'm in L.A. smoking big gas under palm trees and you and the rest of my audience on the East Coast is like, dude, fuck you. I am really over here getting a tree put through my window right now. Literally. No exaggerations. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening in the world, dude? And then I'm looking around and seeing a lot of people are going through it. Even my family back home in New York, they got a lot of dilemmas in the yard with trees falling. You guys in CT, there's quite a few people that hit me like, dude, we're going through it right now. Even you know my folks out in Charlotte, shout to Mac Vic HD. You know, um, they ended up, you know, having a lot of issues going on, you know, with certain areas in Charlotte, you know, flooding and shit. It's wild. There was some shit like two and three times the size of me. Like these these tree trunks were were humongous. Pause. Mm-hmm. And and bro, these shits were unearthed. It wasn't just like they were snapped in half or branches. These shits were unearthed. Man said unearth. I seen power lines uh, down, completely down, live wires sparking in the middle of the street. Like winds up to 70 whatever miles an hour out here. I was at work. Um, we lost power. We lost Wi-Fi. My mother and father-in-law, mine and my wife's neighbors, they lost power. So they let me know we didn't have power at home. The ride home was just crazy. It was trees down, detours, all kinds of shit. Long story even longer, we're recording on a Friday night because I haven't had power since Tuesday. And um, there's a lot of people right now that won't even get power back until next Tuesday. Uh, I'm not sure when we drop this, but th- that's a full week without having power. I lost about $300 worth of groceries myself and not to like pontificate or like, uh, cause I'm oh, getting into man. this violin shit every week, play the violin for me, but <laughs> we might as well cue that shit up. But it's just like, yo, yo, we might have to cue the violin segment. I got a lot of crying to do dog. Listen, when I cry, you cry, we cry together. You feel me? Um, so, dog, we threw out all them groceries. My mother and father-in-law did the same shit. We're trying to scramble, cook all the food we got because the freezer is gone, the refrigerator is gone, everything's done. Hence that we're scrambling to cook. Yeah, yo, listen, I had to go to, like, a Rite Aid. I haven't been inside a Rite Aid since I was, like, five. I went to Rite Aid to grab a, a couple of solar-powered battery banks so I could charge my phone, so... My wife could charge her phone so my mother would be safe. This shit is all the way the fuck out of hand. I'm 35 years old. My mother's cooked for me for years. She's a chef. I never had to cook for her in my life. Shit is so real right now that I actually had to cook for my own mother. She came by. She picked up some food, some Polish food. I made some pierogies. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to my Polish people. Hey, that's what it is. Okay, okay. Big pierogue. Big pierogue. It's like there's there's some silver lining here, though, because I will say from me not having power... Me not really being connected to the world like that. No Wi-Fi, so my cell phone uh, service, T-Mobile, could be kind of shoddy where I live sometimes. And, you know, we have a tower right here. I don't know. That might have been affected by the storm, too. So whatever the situation is, but the service wasn't that great. So what I will say is it was kind of calming at the same time as it was hectic. Uh, It was peaceful. It made me sit back and realize, damn, I love my wife. I love my dogs. Shit, I love my sisters, my mom. I love everything I got in my life right now. What the fuck? Yo, I don't want none of this shit to go nowhere. All right. That electricity's gone, but I got all this. So, all right. Even though I'm throwing it under the bus, and I am throwing it under the bus, fuck that tropical storm. I prayers out to everybody who still doesn't have what they need. Um, you know, I did gain some insight from it. Our East Coast listeners, I hope you guys, you know, that are tuned in right now or you guys are staying safe. You guys are following the right precautionary measures to make sure you and your family, your loved ones are doing the best things you guys can do to, you know, stay out of harm's way. 
out here in Atlanta, LA, like there really hasn't been much storms or anything, but you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, that shit stays calm as is. But to all my people on the East Coast, y'all hold y'all head and y'all be good and we're gonna make it through. You know, I'm an East Coaster myself, so it's it's totally fine. I get it. Like I done went through the whole Irene and Sandy. It's it's we gonna get through, man. Yeah, while we're sending our prayers and our thoughts out to our East Coast colleagues, we might as well just salute our colleagues in general. And we could kind of just throw it to uh this this week we got a call from Roger in Colorado. I'm not gonna tell you what Roger does. I'm just gonna have you guys listen in and uh and you tell us what you think. So we got Roger in Colorado here. Salute the colleagues. Hello, my name is Roger. I'm calling because of a unique situation that actually happened. I was working in a narcotics unit for a police department about seven, eight years ago, and we were conducting surveillance on a target location. So as we were conducting surveillance for about two to three weeks, we noticed that the individuals, the subjects, would go inside the house, make a purchase, come out. So they were moving large quantities of heroin. So eventually, about two or three weeks later, we decided to hit the house. So when we hit the house, we conducted a canvas in the interior of the home. And when we went inside the home, saw about a 60-year-old man, another person, about 55-year-old uh, female, and then found another woman. She was approximately 90 years old. So when we proceeded to canvas the house, found about 90000 85 to $90,000. I can't recall the exact number, but inside the house. And I just assumed that it was someone younger making the drug transactions. Come to find out, it was the grandmother. The grandmother was like 85 to 90 years old. I'll never forget it. So I just assumed somebody else was going to take the pinch for her. But no, Granny got in the back of the cruiser. <laughs> you know, we talked to her, tried to break her, say, hey, listen, we, we know you're not running this operation. Granny stuck by her guns, and the, the paddy wagon came, and she went downtown. And that was the end of it. But, man, that was mind-blowing. Unbelievable. Yo, boy. Yo, 90-something in the back of the paddy wagon? She she just said, fucking throw me in the back of the van. I ain't telling you shit. Fuck you. Yo, she had that twerk on her, man. Like, she, he, and like, like homie said, like Roger said, he could have been a young guy, maybe holding it up. Yeah. Griselda Blanco was holding it down. He said they were staking the house out for, for weeks. They got in there and they saw fucking Grandma Winslow in there pumping D, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, holy fucking Yo, man. listen. That's actually wild that Harriet Winslow was really in there peddling pedigree. Shouts out, shouts out to Granny Nine Pounds or whatever Granny Nine Kilo. What what is her what what will her Instagram handle be? Bro, she about to be in jail till she died, my nigga. Like, like what? <laughs> Yo, bro, she really about to be sitting in. She's staying. She really gonna be sitting down, bro. At least for the rest of her life, considering the age that she's already at right now. So, I will say. That is a hell of a work story. Roger from Colorado. I just hope you are continuing to do your job and keep those safe. You know. Shouts out to Roger from Colorado, man. That's hilarious. All right, so we're moving into... This shit is going by so fast today. I can't even believe we're already at... I don't love this idea. I don't love this idea this week, ladies and gentlemen. The idea of traveling. 
and I'm not going to go on too much of a tangent because I know this could be a back or forth battle with a lot of you guys. We're trying to keep a good time frame for the show purposes because this is while you're working and everyone does have to get back to work. This might be on your lunch break, whatever the case could be. But if you are traveling right now during the pandemic, which I have been doing, doing my precautionary measures, I actually enjoy having a whole window seat row to myself. No complaints. I can get used to this for the next year and a half. If I never go back to sitting three to a row again, I'll be the happiest traveler in the world. And my flights just seem so much. Chad, Chad fulfills the, you know, tall, skinny persuasion. I'm kind of the, the shorter, fat persuasion. You feel me? And, and speaking from a guy who, who is usually the guy that people dread sitting next to, even though I smell amazing and my skincare is also immaculate. Um, I don't want to sit next to nobody either. So it, to me, your your experience from what you told me sounds like a fucking dream, dog. You first of all, you went to La La Land, bro. You were you were literally in Hollywood. You went to Inglewood. You were out there making you know making your presence felt in Compton. You're all over the place, and the fact that your travel accommodations were exquisite, I feel like we do have to shit on the people who shit on the travel accommodations during COVID nineteen. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like if people take the proper safety precautions. Mm-hmm. Now that we got these numbers down in certain areas, um, as long as you're taking care of yourself, you're not one of these fucking stupid people who's screaming at everybody that you don't deserve to wear a mask because you're white. All right, great. But, you know, it's like as long as you're following the rules and you're doing what you need to do, then fuck it, man. If it's comfortable, if it's cheap, if it's everything it needs to be, then go for it, man. Go Go travel, do what you need to do, see the world. I've never been a proponent of living in fear anyway, so... I don't love the idea of shitting on people who travel through COVID-19 because hopefully we're getting close to the end of this shit, man. I don't know. I'm not letting my life stop because COVID-19 is looming over people's heads. And I completely respect people that don't want to take part in the outside activities such as traveling, whatever the case could be. But I had work affiliations and I wanted to go out there and I made it happen. I've traveled to Charlotte, Florida, um, Charlotte, Florida, and now LA, and during the pandemic, and every travel experience has been absolutely out amazing. I've come back and I haven't been sick. I've done well with my testings. I've been great. I mean, honestly, like I've just—I think I'm blessed. Knock on wood, fingers crossed. For the the not first time listeners, y'all know we kind of shit on Hollywood Hills. Obviously, Chad is speaking to you in the present. He is alive, living, and well, so he went nowhere near there. So as long as you're staying out of those areas or you're staying out of the places that, you know, we were just talking about this in our little pre-pro meeting, uh, talking about the safe places you can go in this world. Man, don't let nobody tell you you can't go anywhere. I hear people talking about, I can't go to New Orleans. There's killers down there. Listen, get out there, travel, see the world, stay safe, love your life, live your life. And that's fucking that. I will say, though, an idea, another idea that I don't love is the idea, (laughs) well, considering what you just spoke about, is people just dying out of nowhere and i don't love the idea of people rapping about death because when you rap about death you're talking to spirits right chicago is fucking wildin right now which is nothing to be surprised about fbg duck rest in peace he just got clapped literally in broad daylight in a very nice area of chicago i was literally on twitter trending i saw it live happen i saw the video reactions 600 Breezy, he just dropped a video right before FBG Duck, pretty much just letting everyone know that, yo, you need to stop playing and you will die over the shit that you're talking about. So that Chicago rap beef shit, even if it's rap beef, street beef, all that shit, just be mindful of the shit that you're saying, man, because, you know, rest in peace, FBG Duck. But it's it's sick to know that a, that a man got taken out 
like even though he was he knew what he was it was coming but like to watch the videos of like him lying on the ground knowing he got three in him and he's trying to survive but like clearly he didn't make it it's like yo easily easily you could be witness that's crazy we clearly got to start living for something more than just clout and living to uphold the standards that have preceded us or have been brainwashed into us i, I i'm not going to be the one to talk on it because i'm not a part of it but when you hear people that are in the streets or reform people from the streets saying the streets are a myth, saying that the streets aren't what they used to be, listen the fuck up, dog. OGs are there for a reason. They're not there just because you want to ignore them like your grandfather or your grandmother when they tell you to take out the garbage or not go to school with your shirt untucked and shit like that. We're talking about as adults, like you got OGs who are trying to tell you, I've seen this happen. As much as shit changes, shit stays the same. And until we start changing our mindset, this shit's going to continue to keep happening. So I will say the entire city of Chicago needs some prayers and healing um, and good vibes and good energy. Because just in Chicago alone, we've lost so much promise and so much continuation of future livelihoods for families. And it's just it's so fucking sad to see it happen. And, and really, like the reality of it is, it is all for nothing. Like it's all literally over nothing mm -hmm. and i guarantee you anybody out there and i'm not testing anybody's gangster i'm just being real who the fuck wants to die for no reason yo Good point. if you could talk to any of these people from behind that invisible wall the people who have passed on do you think they'd really all be stuck in their ways and die again for this shit i don't think so yo let's just cut the shit but you know what we got another rapper who we can who we can talk about right now in this week's water cooler talk who can make this all right you know what i'm saying we're going to welcome home Jewel's Santana. I'm back. Welcome home Jewel Santana. It seemed like Kim Bella had some good plates over there for him. He wasn't really worried about that turkey bacon as much as he was worried about her, so... I respect that, and I could—I definitely feel him. That's that's what I would. I've never been away from my wife for that period of time, but if I was away from her for that period of time, I'd assume I'd have the exact same reaction. That's what this—I would—I would imagine so. I would definitely imagine so. What else we got at the water cooler? So the two chains, Rick Ross. Oh yes, we got the two chains and Rick Ross recap. So just like we thought, you know, Rick Ross came with that with that firepower. You know, he—he um, he made it a show, bro. He made it a whole entertainment spectacle. With the goddamn masseuse everything short of a of a of a white lion or a tiger being carried inside the studio was there i don't know if you noticed the slight shade that i saw too but it was hilarious two chains when he brought the strippers out or quote-unquote dancers excuse me no offense to anybody but you know it is what it is um when two chains brought the ladies out he before right before he did he handed rick ross a huge stack of money he just laid on the table ross ain't even touched that shit he ain't even look at that shit Ross was so in his bag that this was a competition. And, and I don't know if 2 Chains was like, ah, I know he got me, so this ain't a competition. I'm just going to keep throwing, throwing my shots up. It's a celebration. Yeah, like either way, I'm going to just say uh, it still went the way we thought it was going to go. Rick Ross played all them, all the joints, uh, the shit we forgot, the shit we didn't forget. Um, even, even Chains. Chains played some shit that I completely forgot about. It was a good battle. Yo, he played the Avery Storm classics. Wherever the fuck Avery Storm is located in, in, in if Avery Storm and Mass Pike Miles and those, like, good hook guys that have, like, came through for Rick Ross and he's just, like, left him to the wayside. But, bro, we do have to talk about the elephant in the room right now. What's that? And, unfortunately, the elephant in the room has a six on his chest. I think Drake might be... 
And I know we've talked about him being the cheat code, but I think that even though he's hella paid, even though he's hella paid for the rest of his life, he's got the embassy, he's got this, he's got that. I swear to God, these people owe him their firstborn. Like, I'm not specifically talking about Chains and Ross, but the Chains and Ross battle did open my eyes to it. But if Drake hasn't given the best alley-oops ever, I don't fucking know who has. And I think a second, uh, you know, during that run, just a, a close second could be a tie between, not even a tie, I would think Drake number one. Drake number one, all-time best feature artist. He's bringing your record where it needs to go. Number two, I'm going to have to go with Lil Wayne. But number three, dog, it just reminded me like how amazing T-Pain is, but not just T-Pain, like just from that era, it, there were so many features. But French Montana, Montana, as much as people don't want to give him credit, French Montana has some shit that has really tilted the culture. As soon as I heard, I was like, oh shit, okay. All right, I forgot. Like, how could I even forget about this record? To see that Ross was kind of, you know, he was still showing love, but he still had that competitive, like, like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm this shit over before it started. I won. I'm letting you know I won. But all right, we can celebrate this shit. But I, I won this shit. Like, I like that attitude about it. And I feel like he felt. I feel like he won that shit. Shouts out to 2 Chains. Shouts out to Hip Hop. Shouts out to Drunk Ass Timbo. <laughs> he was twisted. Do you know, I mean, none of my business, but, you know, do you know um, Chains, DJ, and all that, and, and, and that whole set? Yeah, Eastside. Shout out to that boy Eastside, man. Street Execs. He did his thing. Everybody did their thing, man. Shouts out to Street Execs. Shouts out to, um, to Maybach Music Group. Um, I'm a little disappointed just because I'm a huge Currency fan. I know it's not like any of Ross's Currency shit. It's really Currency shit that Ross is featured on. But goddamn, I wish the world could hear some of their music, more of the world. They do have good combos. They do have good. If Currency and Rick Ross did a collab album, I would actually go crazy. Like with Justice League, come on, that would be. I might have to tweet Currency for that. Stop it. When the world opens back up, they need a tape together and they need a tour together. And I'm on it. I'm there. I'll I'll run promo. I'll carry crates. I'm. I just want to be involved. So on the water cooler talk, we're gonna end this up now that we're talking about the water cooler. Chad got a chance to check this out right before we started recording today because uh, he's had a real busy week. But what are your thoughts on this WAP video? I want to eat Meg the Stallion's butt. Oh my God. And I'll say it. Jamaican air horn. Jamaican air horn. I will say it for everybody that is watching the video, but you know, Cardi, Cardi did good. Cardi doesn't miss, but to me, you know, Cardi just looks a little bit more uh, Build-A-Bear to me. You know, as in like she looks more. Yeah. You know, you know, compared to where we remember Cardi from. But what I just like I mentioned to you before, I'm gonna be very careful the way I speak. But I, you know, I'm a very happily married man. But my wife, speaking of my marriage, my wife mentioned she's like, because I asked her, I sent her the link. I'm like, yo, listen to this. Tell me what you think about it. And she's like, yo, that shit is porn. Like, not even the video. She said that to the audio. It is. She's it like, is. that shit is porn. She's like, how? How are they just going to release, like, like little kids singing, whatever. Yo, all that aside, I'm happy with how consistent Cardi B is. Every time she drops a record, that shit ends up slapping. Meg Thee Stallion, the same shit. I love Meg Thee Stallion's flow. I love Meg Thee Stallion's voice. Um, it's just, a, it's, it's going to be another one of those. It's a record. The video was dope. Kind of threw me off a little bit with Kylie Jenner and, like, the other chicks dancing in the, in the end and... Forgive me for not being in the know when I say other chicks just because I don't know who the fuck they are, but I knew who Kylie Jenner was. and <laughs> Bro, 
Meg the Stallion looked fucking amazing. Like amazing. Like well, shouts out to Skincare Immaculate cuz you know you, we already know the mantra. But, you know, she just got a Revlon deal. She's a global ambassador, all that shit. So, all that was on display in this video. Um they did a great job aside from, you know, the raunchy you know, whatever, even though there's nothing wrong with that. Guys talk about having bitches suck their dick all the time and all kinds of crazy shit in records. So we might as well just be, you know, equal here like we, we like we really strive to be and say we are anyway. So let the women have their day and do their thing. Um, but that's a good record, man. It's another one. It's out of here. The beat slaps. The, 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 ver- the, the verses are there. Um, Meg's flow is fucking ridiculous. And that's all I got to say about that, man. Bro, I wasn't even caring about the song, bro. I literally had to rewatch. I'm watching it on mute right now, bro, <laughs> because I just want to look at Meg Yo. the Stallion twerk. Like, I'm actually going to go down a nasty rabbit hole this evening of Meg the Stallion videos because, yo. Jesus Christ. I, bro, I, I really underestimated Meg the Stallion sometimes. You know, I really just look at it like I fuck with her growth and her rise. But, you know, everyone is just heavy on the Meg the Stallion train. But after looking at this video in prime HD, clear 4K camera quality, whatever, bro, Meg the Stallion, I need to work harder so I can get me Meg. I can get right up inside Meg and her guts because I want to be there, man. I want to be beside her. I'll say this. She's a very pretty lady. She's very professional. She carries herself like a like a superstar should um yeah so meg's got it all together cardi b same thing you know even what's the word i'm looking for pr wise like both of them they both got their shit together it's so much so that that song's so dope that people probably don't even give a fuck about the getting shot shit anymore like obviously prayers to her but people aren't going to be so in her shit anymore because they got something else with her name on it to talk about so shouts out to those two ladies i'm glad they got a record out there i seen cardi b hustling the autographs um that's a dope hustle I'm glad that vinyls are getting popular again because I fucking have a vinyl collection and I love vinyl records. Um, but yeah, shouts out to both those ladies. Shouts out to Chad and the rest of his Friday night with Meg the Stallion. God bless them. You know, let's all send our well wishes to them too. And hopefully they have a long and, and, and blessed relationship as well. Jergens crew, we here. <laughs> Yo, this guy. Pause. I'm going to get Dame Dash on here as a drop just to pause whenever we need to pause. I'm just going to drop his voice. Knowing Dame Dash, we're going to get sued. But I'm going to do it for you guys just because it's going to sound dope. So fuck it. Bro, I'm speaking this up into while you're working right now that Dame Dash is going to rock with us so sooner than later that don't be surprised if while you're working gets picked up on the Dame Dash network or if we have Dame Dash on the pod. Who knows? You never know, man. We make things happen. I fuck with Dame Dash's mentality so much and we all need a Dame Dash in our life. I feel like there's always that one person who Agreed. holds it down 3000. It don't matter how much you're trying to bullshit that iconic Dame Dash look in his eye like, yo, you are so full of shit right now. I'm not even going to wait a second. I'm calling you out right now and I'm going to get on you too because I'm from 100%. Harlem. So. That shit is fucking hysterical. 100%. But let's get to that smoke break, bro. Let's head outside. Smoke break. Listen, we we got the smoke break. Uh, I know you smoked on the loveliest of lovely, so I'm gonna get mine right out of the way. I broke my chain. I was smoking on that platinum Kush for almost a full month, and my man came through with some new shit that I smelled before he even bent the corner. So I got some white gold right now, and it is every bit of white gold that you can wish it would be. Uh, shouts out to my boy for uh, supplying that. Um, what, what about you, Chad? You were in the land of, like I said, you were out in La La Land. Um, you had, uh, you had yourself quite the week. So why don't you let everybody know what your, uh, what your, uh, itinerary of marijuana was like while you were out there. Currently, ladies and gentlemen, 
what I have inside of my system. Strawberry Cheesecake, XJ13, Baccio, Marathon OG, Gary Payton. I have Mendo Breath, Ice Cream Cake, I have Peanut Butter Wookiees. I had Mac 1, just some great diesel. And then also, to end the trip, I was smoking on some lemon lime to balance out for the flight. It was good. Very, very good smoke. Uh, shout to Sherbinsky's, Dr. Green Thumb. They treated me great. Cookies LA was awesome. Uh, the High Note. Great, great dispensaries out in LA, man. No complaints. No That's what complaints it is, man. That LA smoke definitely hits different. Smoke, smoke. Out here in Connecticut, we definitely, uh, we definitely get blessed with some of that LA smoke every once in a while, depending on who you know, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. You know, we smoke, we we take our smoking very seriously over here. You know, as as uh, entrepreneurs as we are, and uh, excuse me, canisseurs, we are canisseurs. Yes, we are. You know, we definitely take this shit seriously, and we're pretty particular about ours. So, you know, we know what we're talking about. If you have a a different opinion please voice it you know what i'm saying while you're working podcast all socials chad law on instagram blame boogie on instagram hit us up man let us know what you're thinking how you're feeling it. all that smoke talk got me hungry man what are we doing for lunch what's the lunch break looking like oh you already know you seen what my lunch break was my lunch break was so real chad actually called me i sent him a picture and he's like yo what the fuck is that bro listen i'm so proud of myself that a picture of my food can attract so much attention uh that this white boy can cook go Hell if I know. That's that chicken looked A1, boy. That chicken looked A fucking one. I had assistance from my ninja foodie that my wife purchased because she's bougie as fuck and like shit like that. But um, you know, that shit really works real well. You would have no idea we didn't cook this shit outside. This shit looked amazing, so I'ma just call it the blame bug chicken right now because I don't really have no other name for it. I'll come up with something else. But just know if I come to the party, I'm bringing a couple trays of this and everybody's leaving happy. I'm not even telling you what's in it. Just know that it's fucking amazing. Go, white boy, go. Go, go, white boy, go. Chad, what have you eaten, my friend? Bro, I gave a nice little recap on the Expand Your Taste food cast that I want everyone to check out on SoundCloud. Chad Law, make sure you check that out. You guys will hear all the food that I busted down. But I saved this one specifically for the While You're Working pod, which is a spot called Madre. Which seems very hipstery. It's on Fairfax. So if those of you on the East Coast, if you've never been to Cali, it's kind of like Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So Fairfax, it's really, you know, Fairfax and Melrose is pretty hipstery, I will say. Very um, expensive, lively, beautiful scenery. It's cool. But I ate the spot called Madre. Bro, literally one of the best taco spots I've ever eaten in my life. Period. I shed a tear. Stop it. I shed a fucking tear, man. My whole Explorer page on Instagram is all tacos from fucking... Uh, Callie and me and my wife literally sit there with our mouth watering all the time. Her best friend lives out there somewhere near Hollywood Hills, but they're safe. I don't know. Her, her her best friend's like a nanny, like to celebrities and like rich people. So she's living that lifestyle. And I think her man's a music producer. I don't know his name. I know he's successful. I know they're living their life out there. But they just be showing us the, the wildest taco shit in the world. Bro, listen to me. When I tell y'all... These tacos were so good. Like, first of all, the sh- the shell or the soft shell was so 
I never seen some shit like that. It looked like he ripped the top off of the Predator. Yep. From Alien and Predator. Like, the taco was that dark. Like, he just ripped the top off. God so it was like damn. one of those, like, special-looking tacos where it's like, oh, this don't look like no whole wheat shit. This look like a different type of style. I had beef. One of them, one of them off-the-menu joints. Yeah, I had beef. I had chicken. I had the vegetables. I had the rice and beans, bro. Plus, I had two tequila margaritas. Excellent service. California is great for the outside dining. Um, they're very spacious, but I had a lot of great eats out in Cali, man. The Filipino food, shout to Casino Filipino. They were great. The taco trucks were amazing. Nobu Los Angeles was amazing. A Rihanna cameo next to me on my first trip to LA, on my first trip to Nobu was fucking amazing for her to sit next to me after I devoured my vegetable, my vegetable and tuna taco. Yeah. There's very, there's very few people I would freeze up around, but I'm pretty sure around her, I wouldn't even know how to speak English. Super low key, bro. Her and her best friend pulled up bro her and her best friend general zales pulled up low-key hoodie sweatsuit on you couldn't even tell it was them one dude was security um he was just chilling by himself and i was like yo why is this guy sitting by himself like when he came you know with people i didn't think twice of it i was so high in la bro that literally you know when they turned the lights up a little bit because the waiter was like hey so we're about to close the restaurant so you guys want to wrap it up all right cool and then you know once rihanna crept in that's when they're like you know what we're gonna keep the kitchen open a little bit longer so that's the type of money I need to get where I could go into the top Japanese restaurant in Los Angeles or across the States and they'll reopen the kitchen for me after closing hours. All right, guys, that's a brand new segment inside of a segment. That's a Chad flex. We're just going to keep bringing up Chad flexes. Um, Chad does this, the, the most subtle flexes in the world. So, yeah, by the way, I was just walking across the street the other day and I walked into Stevie Wonder and he was like, yo, Chad, I love your podcast. Like, bro, like, fuck what? Walking into Stevie Wonder, walking into Stevie Wonder is funny. As yo, <laughs> if you really think. Yo, listen, that. I apologize. Yo, Stevie, listen. Like, I didn't see Stevie Wonder, but Stevie Wonder couldn't see me. Like, <laughs> yo, who didn't see I, Yo, that's, that's the level of high I am right now. My bad, yo, Stevie. Even though I know your ass could see, because who said it? Steve Harvey? Somebody said you could see. No disrespect to the blind community. Shouts out to my boy, Nate, on the drums, because he's my favorite blind person in the world, even though he even tells me he could see me, and he's, like, talking shit about me all the time. He's the coolest blind dude in the world. Best drummer in the world, too. Check out my boy, Nate. I'll drop his socials um, in the comment section or in the description of this podcast so you can really follow a very talented artist, but... Yeah, bumping into Stevie Wonder was not, it wasn't even meant to be a joke, bumping but that shit Stevie is funny Wonder as fuck. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's fucking. Yo, let's just get to the songs Yo. of the week. Man, we got to kill. I told you this was going to be a good one, bro. I felt it. All right. So for me this week, I'm going to take it back to the hood, even though I'm still on my industry shit. I know uh, Benny's taking these boys out the hood, so I'm going to just bring up, you know, the real Sopranos here, Black Soprano family. Um, and this this week, I'm going to uh, select the track off of um, their their newest album with uh, DJ Drama that uh, just got released. Um, I'm not picking the single that they dropped. I know pretty much everybody heard this shit anyway. I know everybody heard It's Over, uh, but shout out to uh, Pretty Ricky Hyde. That is my favorite. Honestly. Yeah, no, nah, I love It's Over, but but shout out to Pretty Ricky Hyde. We got um, uh, Heem, and then we got uh, Benny the Butcher, obviously, um, but I'm going to throw him that quarantine. <sighs> Coaching all my chicks, I let them open all my bricks. Tennis bracelets got the US open on my wrist. Yeah, uh, bro, talk your shit, nigga. My three letters are diamond, big BSF shit. It sucks. Y'all still get regular checks, that ain't how you measure success. You the type to catch a run, be done, and beg your connect. I never regret the work I put in, it led to respect. Nevertheless, niggas still die for less than a threat. Keep going. 
And we're back. But you coming, nigga. He said it, not me. I did say it. Not him. <laughs> now, let me just talk about this real quick. Who is more consistent than ben, than Benny the Butcher, dead seriously? I mean, other than Jada Kiss, other than uh, Black Thought, other than Royce, and I'm naming gods right now. Who who else is more consistent on the microphone than Benny the fucking Butcher right now? You put Benny the Butcher on a track and he is going to beat that shit up. Literally, he's killing every verse. All I got to say is this. Whatever whatever demons Benny had in his closet, whatever controversy or 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 um anything he's been up against in his life, he channels all that shit into his music and he writes the hardest most comprehensive verses. Uh, dog, I can't say enough about that dude. Benny the Butcher to me is my, one of my favorite living rappers. I put him right up there with the guys I just mentioned. I think Black Thought, I think Royce the Five Nine, I think Jadakiss, I think these people are aliens. They're gods, they're god level. And I now have Benny the Butcher right up there with them because his pen is unfucking deniable. And I'm not going to keep going crazy saying this shit. I want you to check it out yourself. My opinion is my opinion. I just feel like some shit is universal. You can hate his sideburns. I particularly think the guy is dope. I think his whole uh, his whole uh, vibe is dope. All the merch, everything he's got running, the whole Griselda. Uh, but <laughs> you you cannot deny his bars. You can hate whatever you want. Hate the t-shirts. Hate the hate the album covers. Hate the hate the following. Hate the hate the limelight they're getting. You can't deny their music, dog. Their music is fucking phenomenal. So shouts out to them. I'm done riding that 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 this week, but, but just shouts out to them. So who do you got this week, Jay? I'm about to at Benny and tell him to get you a BSF chain. Because that way you just broke that one down, man. I think like you would have been front row at Toad's Place if Benny the Butcher would have came through there right now and performed something, bro. You would have actually probably been on stage with the camera just like, yo, I'm here, man. I don't even give a fuck. I'm a Benny fan, but I'm more like... I can't even say that. Like, I would love to work with the dude. I already know they got enough firepower over there. Derringer's got that fire. The 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 Beat Butcher's got that fire. All these dudes got that shit. Um, Alchemist got that fire. He's even got a whole tape coming with Hit Boy. Um, so I know he's good in the in the production department. But I would love to cook with that dude, man. Can't even front. That shit would be amazing. I'm gonna go ahead and get into my song of the day, ladies and gentlemen, on my Cali shit. This is 100s life of a mac i know some of y'all who are familiar with gta los santos i know y'all have heard this song but this is the song that i had to ride around to la too man so with that being said 100s life of a mac let's go let's get it I'll always want some more, take a piss, wash my dick, then I'm out the fucking dope. Stiff one arm hug, nothing mushy, got a jet dick, still smelling like pussy. Speed it up, speed it up, speed it up, now I'm looking yes, through my kidney your daddy man, rich, huh? Tell him that you mess with me. Tell him that I'm next up. You need to come invest in me. It's the life of a man. All right, and both of those tracks are available on all digital streaming platforms so while you're working podcast we got the hottest new pod to hit the streets we talk a lot of shit but we back it up 
C-H-A-D-L-A-W All socials Blame Boogie on all socials While you're working pod Everything Make sure you guys subscribe We salute y'all Without you guys We wouldn't be here We give you guys Some fresh work While you're at work Episode 4 Fo 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 And that ass Friend or foe Episode 4 Friend or foe Which side of the fence Are you on You're on the wrong one Until next time y'all We out Episode 5 We'll see you shortly Just shout out Don't say we never Did nothing for y'all